I got two verses that we're going to start with. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Exodus 10, one through two. All right. Exodus 10, one through two. And then we're going to go Exodus 11 uh, and seven. Okay. So Exodus 10, one through two, and then Exodus uh, uh, 11, verse seven. Here's Exodus 10, uh, one through two. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, watch this, go to Pharaoh for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his officials so that I may perform these signs of mine, of mine among, two, among them too, that you may tell your children, or right, so you tell your children and your grandchildren how I dealt harshly with the Egyptians and how I performed my signs among them and that you may know that I am the Lord, okay? And so that you may know that I am the Lord. Now, Exodus eleven seven. Exodus 11, 7 says, but against none of the children of Israel shall a dog move its tongue uh, against man or beast, that you may know that the Lord does make a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Uh, today we're talking about today's message is, is titled Separation Anxiety. Okay, separation anxiety. We want to talk a little bit about it, what it means to be separate, what it means to separate something, what it means for separation to happen. And separation, just strictly as a definition, uh, guys, just means a point um, or a line, uh, a means of division, okay, to divide something. Separation and, or to separate means an intervening space, a space between two things. Two things are different, okay? Uh, to separate something means to cause it to move apart from something else, uh, to be apart. Now, separation in life, watch this, can be hard. Uh, sometimes we don't like to deal with separations. Uh, we don't like to deal with it. Uh, there's sometimes confusion when it comes to separation. Sometimes there's hurt when it comes to separation because we have been pulled away from something that once was, okay? Where there once was community, there is now a split. That's what happens when there's separation among people. And what's interesting is, is that one of the ways that we know we don't know how to deal with it is because sometimes when there's separation, we, we rush to try to make a bad person out of the, th or, or a bad place out of what we've been separated from. Like there's, there was community, now there's no community. And in some instances, one of the parties de definitely uh, did something or there was some kind of wrongdoing, but we find it hard to come back in unity or to have peace or to even talk because we have a hard time dealing with the fact that this was together and now there's separation. And so somebody's gotta be bad. Uh, somebody had to do something to me. Somebody did this because we have an issue with separation, but uh, uh, so much so that there is a term that we have called separation anxiety, right? Now watch this, separation anxiety, I had to look this up, is a normal stage of development, watch this, for infant and toddlers, okay? And young children often experience it as well, a period of separation anxiety. So it's talking about children, uh, 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 infants, toddlers that's, that experience separation anxiety. But most children, they say, as they develop, they outgrow separation anxiety by the time they get to three years uh, of age. And in some children, uh, separation and anxiety, uh, separation anxiety, excuse me, is a sign, they say, of more of a more serious condition known as separa uh, separation anxiety disorder. And that can start early as pre as preschool. But it's funny how they not funny, but interesting to me how they say that separation anxiety is 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 often found in children. But as children grow, that as, listen, as there is maturation, that separation anxiety usually goes away. And they say less often you'll find it in teenagers and adults. Um, uh, uh, but, but, but clinically, that's, that's right, Crystal. Clinically, uh, it says separation anxiety is a thing that with, with, with kids, uh, and, and as they develop, as they grow, as growth happens, as there's maturity, we understand that in life, separation is natural and separation 
happens, okay? We understand that separation is natural and separation uh, uh, happens uh, on its own as we go through life. And so as we grow older and mature, it is easier to deal with separation. Listen, you can't stay in, I see I see you, Ma. Ma, I already know where I'm going. Go ahead and get off the call. Go ahead and get off, watch this. You already know where I'm going. Watch, watch. It, look, you can't stay in high school forever, okay? Uh, 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 Mike, when, 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 when graduation is a form of separation. You have done all you can do here. You've accomplished what you can. And now you have to separate yourself. Here's your diploma. You are now, you have gone on. You are now not a part of the school as a student. We even have a different uh, term for you. You're an alumnus. We have a whole different term for you because you're not a student. You're separated, right? When you grow in your career, or maybe you, you want to get a new job and you need more money, you get the new job. You you do what? Jen, listen, Jana just got a new job. And so she, her last day was Friday. She had to put in a two weeks notice. And so now she has separated herself, right? from the old job, and now she is headed to what? To the new one. You have a car, and the car has over 300,000 miles on it, and it barely starts when you need it, and you stop at a red light long enough, the car's going to shut down, and so you try to, you know, put it in neutral and put your foot on the gas and on the brake at the same time. I know a little bit about that because I had to do that with my 1999 Kia Sophia years ago, and so because if I was stopping at a red light long enough, you know, you, you, you it, it would shut down, and that's back when Sierra was living off Stanton Road in Southeast, and so I didn't want to be at the red lights broken down, so I learned how to make sure the car wouldn't shut down off Alabama Avenue uh, uh, because it was a matter of life and death. And I had to make sure that that love didn't cost me my life. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, but 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 and you got to get that new car. Now, watch this. You got to get the new car. And so and, and, and but you've got memories in the old car and road trips. You got money in the seat cushions, but you got to separate because it no longer what it no longer works. Separation is a reality of life. And we have to understand it and we have to and we have to get to the point. Watch this, that we understand that God oftentimes work in our life through separation. Come on, that God oftentimes gets us to where he wants to get us. Watch this through working through separation. And sometimes we're so attached, watch this, to the things that God is actually trying to separate us from that God has to do, we're used to the term, a nasty breakup. That sometimes he has to, watch this, break things up so bad to assure that you will never go back to it because you're so attached to it that even though he has told you to leave, that even though he's told you that season is gone, that even though he's told you that there's something new coming up, that even though he's told you that that was then and this is now, and I'm trying to move you from something else. I see you, Crystal. They don't, we don't like change. And he's trying to move us into something new that you're so attached to what was that now if I'm going to separate it, I, I see you, Ma, that I have to cause a big uh, a fracture in this relationship or a big fracture in this thing because, because if I don't, you'll never separate from it. And even if you do separate from it, you'll go back to it because of nostalgia and because of familiar. And I now have to break this thing in such a way that not only will you leave, but you will never come back. God working through separation. And that's part of God's work. God's work in our life is, is, is working, working in situations to where now he is separating things. And I want to use this story in Exodus to talk about God separating things and doing the same thing uh, uh, in our life. Point number one about God, uh, the God who, the, 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 when God is separating, God working, I see you, I'm done too. When you should have saw me this morning when, when, when the Holy Spirit was giving it to me. God, uh, point number one of God working through separation. Watch this. You're going to find it in your life. Watch this, guys. When things are happening, that God, in the work that God is doing, that God is separating himself 
so that you will know that there is nothing like him, okay? That God, God is going to work things, watch this, in your life. And, and sometimes that comes through hardships. And sometimes it comes through trouble. Because when, when aid comes, I see you, Micah, or when help comes your way, it is important that you know there is no one who could have helped me the way that God helped me through this. It must have been him. And so God, watch this, is working in a way. Well, I see you, Micah. God is working in a way, watch this, separating himself so that you will know there is nothing like him. Okay, now watch this. I want to go to, I'm going to, we're going to read three scriptures here from the NIV, Exodus 7, 10 through 13. All right, Exodus 7, 10 through 13. It says, so Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Watch this, guys. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Verse 11, Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers uh, 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 and the Egyptian magicians and also uh, did the same thing by their secret arts. Each one of them threw down their staffs, and it became a snake. Uh, a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs, yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he would not listen to them, says the Lord. Now, Exodus 7, 22-22. Now, remember, Moses, uh, Aaron throws the staff down. It becomes a snake. The magicians throw their staffs down. It becomes a snake. Exodus 7, 22-22. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded. He raised his staff in the presence of Pharaoh and his officials struck the, uh, and his officials, watch this, and struck the water of the Nile and all the water changed into blood. The fish in the Nile died and the river smelled so bad that the Egyptians could not drink its water. Blood was everywhere in Egypt, but the, Egypt, the uh, Egyptian magicians did what? They did the same thing by their secret arts, okay? And so here they are. They do the, they turn the, 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 water in the, the, the water in the river into, into, into blood and then the magicians does this, do what? They do the same exact thing, right? Now watch this. One more scripture from Exodus, Exodus 8. So Aaron, Exodus 8, 6 through 7. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt and frogs came up and covered the land. But the magicians did what? Did the same thing by their secret arts. They also made frogs come up from the land of Egypt. Watch this. Here's what's important for us to understand about this, that not everything in your life that looks like God is God. Okay. Not e listen, listen, not, e not everything that looks like God's work in your life is God's work in your life. And we need to understand that here, Aaron did exactly what God said and the results happened, but the magicians did the same thing. It was God working through Aaron, but it wasn't God working through the magicians. And so we need to understand that not every, and this is why, listen, we, we talked about being able to leave and, 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 and God breaking things because so many times we get so attached to things. We, is this it? Or is that God's move? Or is this move? Because not every single thing that looks like God's move um, um, in your life is God's move in your life. And we see some of that stuff uh, repeated even in the New Testament. Watch this, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. Y'all don't mind me, mind me reading the Bible. In Bible study, we just read through a whole chapter that just covered genealogy in verse by verse, and y'all sat through that boring stuff. So, so here we go, 2 Timothy uh, uh, 3, 1 through 5. It says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be, will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, uh, brutal, not lovers of good. Verse four says treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than God. Watch this. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power have nothing to do with such people. So we, having a what? A form of godliness, but denying its power. First Corinthians eleven fourteen through 15 says, but I am not surprised. Even Satan himself disguises as an angel of light. So it is no wonder that his servants 
also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Not everything, watch this, in your life that looks like it's God's work is God's work. And we need to understand that. But here is where the good news comes. Watch this. But there came a point, and there will come a point in your life too, but there came a point in this Exodus story, watch this, where where the things that started to look like God had to cease, where God separated himself and the work that he was doing from the other uh, uh, from the magicians. And so he separated himself, watch this, to make it clear. And God is going to do the same thing for us. He is going to separate things that are happening in our life or things that we experience to make it clear to us what is him and what is not of him. Watch Exodus 8. Here we go. Exodus 8, 16 through, I see you see here. Exodus 8, 16 through 19 says, then the Lord said to Moses, uh, tell Aaron to stretch out your staff, strike the dust of the ground, and throughout the land of Egypt, the dust will become gnats. Verse 17, they did this. And when Aaron stretched out his hand with the staff and struck the dust of the ground, gnats came upon the people uh, and animals. All the dust throughout the land of Egypt became gnats. Watch this. But when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret arts, they could not. We just read three instances where they were able to do exactly what God did. But now we got to the point of separation where it became clear. I see you see here that 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 God, watch this, is different from them. And the work that God is doing in, 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 for Moses and the, and, and the Israelites were different from what was going on with everybody else. Watch this. It says, since the gnats were on the people and animals everywhere, the magician said to Pharaoh, this, fin- this is the finger of God. Watch this. He, is, he separated himself to where not only, not only his people knew who he was and that it wasn't worth, but even the ones who were working against them understood he, he ain't like us. That's the work of God. We can't do it. And so, listen, and so sometimes we, 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 we struggle and, and, and we're unsure, like, well, this is God, this is something else, and we're questioning, and, then, and so then we, we got to read the book, and then we got to go to uh, the conference, and then we got to take surveys to try to figure out what, and it's like, th- that's fine, but God is going to make it clear to you himself what is, and there's several ways that he, that he does it. He, he, he increases our, our, our heightened awareness of what we'll call discernment, where we can discern the work of God and we can try the spirits by the spirit. The Holy Spirit will make it, make it clear. We will be able to judge what it is by the fruit. Amen. And, and, and watch this. And for some of us, we already have discernment. We have tried spirits by the spirit for some, and we've seen the fruit, but we still won't do it because we don't have the courage to separate ourselves or to say that it's not, that, that, that it's, uh, that it's God uh, and not something else. And so, and, and maybe it's, Maybe for some of us, it's not even building up our, 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 our discernment or even showing us signs. For some of us, it might be building up our courage so that we can actually just come to the realization within ourselves and say, this is God or that is not of God. And I've got to I've got I've got to separate. I see you got to separate it uh, from it. They were able to do the first few, but there came a time where God said they can do that but they cannot do this. And some of us are at a point right now where, where, where God has taken us from something or we've had certain achievements in our lives. And yes, God did it and anyone else could have done it. But now we're moving to a season where, where it will be evident that it ain't the fact that Rick can preach. It's not the fact that Sister Karen gave impact $20 million. It's not gonna be the fact that Sister Brenda serves the homeless with the best of them. It's gonna be the fact that, that for our this and for where he's taking us next, that it is only gonna be him who can do it. And he is gonna separate himself by saying, they could do that, yes, but they can't do 
this. And you might be in a situation where you've tried to fix it and you've tried to ask people to help you with it and you and it can't fix. This is because God is trying to get you to realize, yes, your intellect can get you this. Your education, your intellect got you that. And your education got you that. Uh, you networked and, and, and did all this other kind of stuff and got that. And, and yes, it could it got you that. But for where you are now and for your this or where I'm trying to take you next, they can't get you there. You can't get you there. Only I, what, can get you there. How many think God says, I am that I am? I am God and there's no other God but me. And there will come a point where he will separate himself from all other gods, whether whether we idolize them or not, whether we know we do or not, we will separate himself, watch this, from everything else in our lives so that there is no question who is God. Now, we get again, we get in trouble when we get too attached to those things that we thought was the move of God, but really isn't. We've got to be more flexible. We've got to be able to move with the move of God. I, I, that, that, that's right. We have to sever. That's right, Ma. All those things, that's not that's not God. And we've got to learn to move with, with the move of God, right? And so we've got to get ready because watch this, God is moving us to, and perhaps some of us are already there, right, to a place where God is going to make it clear through separation, okay, through separation, what is of him and what just looks like him in your life. What is him, what is God, and what is just the form of godliness, but without the power in, in our lives. That's point number one. Here we go. Point number two. I see you. I need Jesus' help too. Here we go. Point number two of separation, where God is separating things. Watch this. God is also separating you. He's also separating us. Watch this from the things that are not his, okay? He is also separating us from that which is not his. Exodus 8, 20 through 24, NIV, watch this. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, get up early in the morning. And I'm, you know what, I'm gonna take a, I'm really proud of myself because I'm talking slow. I'm talking slow for me. I'm, I'm, I got a good pace. I feel like my pace is good. I feel like, you know, you can go back and listen. You know, you may wanna go back, but I feel like you can take notes based on what I'm saying because I'm not talking so fast. Uh, so I'm really proud of myself this morning. Uh, let's see, um, uh, eight, Exodus 8, uh, 20 through 24. Um, then the Lord said to Moses, he says, get up early in the morning and confront Pharaoh as he goes to the river and say to him, this is what the Lord says. Let my people go so that they may worship me. Watch this, 21. If you do not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies on you and your officials, on your people uh, and into your house. The houses of the Egyptians will be full of flies. Even the ground will be covered with them. Verse 22, this is the key, watch this. But on that day, I will deal differently with the land of Goshen. I'm going to read that again. He says, but on that day, I will deal differently with the land of Goshen where my people live. Come on, somebody. He says, because remember, the first the first few, the, the, the river to, it affected everybody. All right? but, but here he says, um, but on that day, I'm going to deal differently with the land of Goshen, why? where my people live. No swarms of flies will be there so that you will know that I am the Lord. Watch this. Uh, and I am in this land. Verse 23, I will make a distinction between my people and your people. The sign will occur tomorrow. And the Lord, what? Did this. Y'all better circle verse 24. And the Lord did what? Did this. I am going to separate my people from your people. And then verse 24 said, and he did what? 
He did this. He did what? Made a distinction between his people and the people of uh, of Egypt. Listen, the first waves of plagues affected everyone, right? Anyone in the land of Egypt. But then God said, I am going to do something now, but, but I'm going to deal differently with the land of Goshen and, and differently because that's where my people live. God separated his people from those who were not his and will even continue to separate his people. Watch this. Uh, 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 from people who are not his. The separation. Watch this. And God has no problem separate, separating Sister sister Karen. I see you, Mom. Has no problem separating Denise. Has no problem separating Val from the people. Watch this. Who are not his. And doing it. To, I want to read. Watch the, watch the next plague. Watch the next one. Because he did it with that one. He's going to do it again. Watch this. Uh, Exodus 9. 9, uh, uh, 9. 1 through 6. Says, uh, then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and tell him, This is what the Lord, uh, God of the Hebrews, says Let my people go that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them back, the hand of the Lord will bring a terrible plague on your livestock in the field, on your horses, donkeys, camels, and your cattle, sheep, and goats. Verse uh, four. But the Lord will make a distinction, watch this, between the livestock of Israel and that of Egypt, so that no animal belonging to the Israelites will die. Listen, so not only did God make a separation between him and his people and their people, he made a distinction between his people's stuff and their stuff. I didn't have this prepared when I sent that prayer in the middle of the week that said God was telling me to tell Impact, y'all need to start start speaking protection and start, and start speaking life into the into the things that that and, and making declarative statements, what God will not have. I mean, what the enemy will not have. The enemy will not have this of mine. The enemy will not have the, the enemy will not have my family. The enemy will not have my mind. The enemy will not have my peace. The enemy will not have my resources. I will be a blessing to bless others. All these things that we say... Uh, uh, because he made a distinction between those two. And so as he's separating you from the, those who aren't his, as he separated the Israelites from the Egyptians, he also separated the, Is- the Israelites stuff over the Egyptian stuff. And so, and, and so as we can, so like I sent that prayer last, last week, that as we continue to pray and you begin to speak out loud over what the enemy can't have, that is literally what we're seeing here in Exodus 9, 1 through 6, where he says that the cattle and the livestock and the stuff that Egypt has, it's, the, the plague is going to run right through that. He says, but it will not touch the things of the Israelites. And he is separating us from 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 those and from people who are not his and it still happens today watch this first peter 2 9 first peter 2 9 says but you watch this are chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own people that you may proclaim the praises of him watch this brother mike mike and gina watch this who have called you what out of darkness that is separation who has you were once in darkness right uh, 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 with those in darkness and say, who have called you where? Out of darkness, pulled you out of darkness and have placed you into what? Into marvelous light. It says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. I got to read that again. His own special people who, who should what? That you may proclaim the praises of him who have called Crystal, who called Eugenia, who called Karen, who called Jason, who called Micah, who called Perrin, who called Denise, who called Diamond, who called Brenda and Sierra, and everything attached to you that we just read about in Exodus, and everything attached to you where? Out of darkness and where? And in to light. Ephesians 5, 8. Watch this. I see you, Perrin. Ephesians 8 says, for you were once in darkness, but now you are in the light of the Lord. Walk as children 
of the light. So we see the separation there. I'm going to keep reading Bible. Uh, Sister Karen likes when we go Bible, y'all. Ephesians 2, 13. It's, watch this. Ephesians 2, 13 says, but now in Christ Jesus, watch this. You who were once far off has been what? Brought near by the blood of Christ. And so those who were far off, because we all were far off. He says, but now through the blood of Christ, those of us who were far have been what? Separated and brought near by the blood of Christ. Here we go. Ephesians 2, 1 through 5. Ephesians 2, 1 through 5. I'm talking about separation, y'all. That God separating himself from things that may look like him in your life, but it ain't. He's going, to, he's, going to, he's going to move through separation to show you that he is different, that, it, that he is God, okay? So he's separating himself, even th- with the things that look like him, but it's not separating himself, but then also he is separating you. Ephesians 2, 1 through 5 says, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of power of this air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience among, remember we talked about uh, their people and, 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 and his, verse three, and among whom we all once can, watch this, among whom we all once conducted ourselves. Listen, I know, look, you, you, your sister Brenda is so nice and so giving. And, 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 and man, let me tell you, you know, Micah, oh, my, yeah, Nisi, oh, this old diamond, such a wonderful person. Watch this. He says, but we all conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling our desires of the flesh and the mind. Uh, uh, and when we were by nature, children of wrath, just as others. Watch this verse four, but God, the two words that changed everything in that narrative, but God, remember God who separated himself, God who separated them from others. It says, but God, watch this, who is rich in mercy because of his great love uh, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our uh, trespasses, did what? Made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places uh, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his what? Grace and his kindness towards us in what? In Christ. It says, so we were all, what? All of us were conducting ourselves according to the lust of the flesh. All of us conducting ourselves according to the lust of the mind. All of us by nature were children of wrath. All of us were with that. He says, but God, rich in mercy because of his love, did what? Brought us from dead in our trespasses to being alive together, separated us from the all, watch this, separating us from the all that is conducting themselves that way. Because we all were, is what it says, we all were. But God separated us from that all and now has put us together with what? With Christ. And so we see, we see God separating. So we see God working through separation, God separating himself, right? From things that, that even from things that look like him, but it's not. So we saw God separating himself, the first, the first one, right? When we got three, we saw God separating us from, from th- us, his own, from things that aren't his own, right? Now watch this, point number three. Here's the separation. Point number three, y'all, watch this. It says, God, watch this. Here's point three. God is now asking you to separate yourself from the things that's not his. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go. It's not me. It's not me just talking. I'm gonna do Bible. Don't even worry. Don't even worry, Ma. I'm gonna do watch this. God is asking you to separate yourself. Watch, I see you, Crystal. Be holy. God is asking you to separate yourself. Watch this from the things that are not his. Let's go back to the Exodus story. Here we go. Exodus 12, uh, 5 through 13. Exodus 12, 5 through 13. They tell y'all what y'all do in church this morning. Y'all say we read the Bible. Uh, here we go. Your watch this. So, so, so here's, here's this final plague, but he, these are his instructions to the Israelites. He says, 
your lamb shall be with. So he's talking about uh, right. This is right before. This is where where Passover came from. Here we go. He says, "Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep uh, or from the goats." He says, "Now you shall keep it until uh, the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight, and they shall take." Uh, some of the blood and put it on the doorposts and on the lintel of the house houses uh, where uh, uh, where they eat. And then they shall eat the flesh on that night, uh, roasted in fire with unleavened bread and with uh, bitter uh, herbs. Uh, uh, they shall eat it. Uh, verse nine. Don't eat it raw nor broiled uh, at all with water, but roasted in fire. Uh, it, uh, it's its head with its legs and uh, and its entrails. Verse 10, you shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains until morning you shall burn with fire. Verse 11, and thus you shall eat it with uh, with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, so you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Verse 12, watch this. For I shall pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute my judgment. I am the Lord. Okay, separation. Verse 13. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will what? I will pass over you and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Now watch this. So, so he is saying, I'm going to come and I'm going to kill the firstborn in all the land of Egypt. But, but when I come, when I pass houses that have the blood over it, I'm going to pass through that. He's God. God knows exactly who's in what house, and he knows whether there's Egyptians in there, whether there's children, of, whether there's Israelites in there. So he already knows who's separate and who's his and who's not. But what he asked them to do, I want you to take blood, and I want you to put it on your house, and I want you to mark yourself as different. I want you to separate yourself. I want you to make it known that you're different. I want you to make it known that this is what's going on. He asked them to do what? To take a lamb. He says, make sure the male, uh, the male lamb, and it's got to be unblemished. He says, you pick the lamb. Make sure it's the right one. I want you to, he gave them timing. I want you to keep it until the moment is right. And we've got to kill it at the right time at twilight. Then he says, and take the blood and put it over the door and put it up. He wanted, he was asking them to do this, not because he doesn't, because he doesn't know who would be, who's in what house and what house to pass overnight, but he needed them. I see you, Ma, to start to, se- to separate themselves from everybody else. It says, if you separate yourself from everybody else, then I will deal with you differently. He said, if you, if you separate yourself, okay, watch this. He knows which house is to pass over. But he says, what I need you to do is follow these instructions, put the blood over the house. Now, if you can stand up and be separate, and if you can make yourself different, if you, I see you, I see you, Crystal. If you, Diamond, if you can make sure that you stand out, if you can make sure that you, that, that, that you do these instructions, you do, then what I am going to do then is pass over uh, and, and not judge this house that you are in because you decided to separate yourself. He separated he separate himself as God. He separated his, his people uh, from their people. And then, and then he did what, y'all? And then and then he says, now you have to do this and you have to separate, have to separate yourself. This was for them to do. And God is doing the same now where he is looking for you and he's looking for I to stand up and separate ourselves. And and listen, and and sometimes that's a hard thing to do. It's not to disengage or to not be. Uh, you know, like 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 uh, uh, cordial and stuff with people. It's not saying that and turn your backs on people. No, it's like I am different. I lived. I played golf yesterday with two of my friends. One of them's an atheist and one of them agnostic. They know I'm not like them. They know that I'm different. And and and, and, and so you're talking about separating ourselves, right? And so and so now he's saying I separated myself. I separated my people. But now 
I need you to separate yourself. You take the, and you put it over. And, and if you do that, then I will what? I will pass over. James 1, uh, 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 27 says what? Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is to what? Is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. And that's what impact does. We do whatever we can do for anyone that is disenfranchised and anyone that's in need. And, and then it says what? And to keep oneself unspotted from the world, to be separate from the influence of this world. Romans 12, one and, uh, one and two, I beseech you therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, uh, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body to live in sacrifice, holy and accepted one to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to the things of this world, to try to be different, to try to be separate. Listen, and this is confirmation just for us individually. And this is confirmation for us as a church. I shared with you guys about a month or two ago, how we was talking to a friend of ours who, um, um, who, uh, who, who is at a high level position in, in her church. Um, uh, and, and, and just, just so every, you know, cause people think it's not a church that I've, that I've ever been affiliated with, um, at all. So don't, I'm not talking about, I'm not, I'm not, it's not about anybody's church. I'm just saying that we know her from somewhere else and she happens to work for a church. I've never been affiliated with this church at all. But anyway, she was saying, um, how, how, yeah, you know, uh, Rick, I get it. UNC, you know, impact cutting edge, I, you know, it basic, you know, we go word study. We don't do the fluff. We, we help people. She's like, but y'all going to change after a few years, your few years and, and, and the membership's going to grow and, and y'all going to get a building. Y'all going to do the same thing. Y'all going to have the lights. Y'all going to have it. Cause I, we, we did the same thing. We cutting edge. We, I said, no, the devil, listen, the devil has lied to you. And the devil has told you things about impact that God hasn't told me. We will not change. We will be separate. We're not, listen, Every church does the same thing and say, not, we ain't church as usual. You are, you're a little different and that's fine. But you, you know, you had different variations, but it's the same, it's the same buffet. You just, you know, it's, it's, it's a Sunday morning buffet. It's the same thing. I said, the, the devil is trying to trick you into thinking that impact is going to change. Impact is not going to change. Impact, impact has its message and it is to be what? To be different, to be separate, to not do things the way everybody else does it. Because sometimes we need to separate ourselves even from church. If Listen, and y'all know how it is. If we line up everything that happens and everything that goes on, in some of our fellowships, there's more on the list that is tradition, more on the list that is preference, more on the uh, that is society, more on the list that is culture, more on the stuff that is well, we were raised this way. This is what they say, church. More stuff, we have more stuff that comes from marketing meetings than, 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 than what comes from the word. We because the truth of the matter is the word keeps it simple. So the list should be small. We we do this, we do this, and we do this, and we don't add all of this stuff here because we're separate. And so when you look, and so he said, he says, I need you to do what? To take to the, that blood and put it over the doorpost so that when I see it, I understand that this house is different. And when they look at impact, I, and, 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 I, and, and, and my prayer is that when God looks down at impact, that he sees that this house is different and that he sees that the people that are connected to this ministry are different. And he understands the heart that comes with it. And I know he does because he's the one that gave it to us. And, 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 and that's right. Impact is different and will always be different and not just impact, but Micah is different and Nisi is different and Diamond is different. Everybody is different and, and uh, uh, separate. See, and, 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 and so we, uh, we ought to stand up and make sure that the world knows I'm separate. I'm different. I'm not, I, you know, the blood over the, like I do things differently, I, you know? And so, and so, and so we see the God who did what, who separated himself, even from things that look just like him, not everything that looks like God in our, your life is God. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to move on from that. Uh, and then, uh, and then God separating his people from the people who weren't his. He, he, there were plagues that affected everybody, but then he then he transitioned right into plagues that only affected Egypt and not Israel and the things that were in possessions of Egypt and not the possessions of Israel. And then he did what? Then we saw him ask the people of Israel to now you kill this lamb and you put the blood of it because I need you 
to stand up and you need to mark yourself as different. Go ahead and say, I'm going to be in the same place with the same people, but I'm different. No, you're right. You're right in there with (laughs) He says, come out, put the blood on the door and I'll pass and I'll pass over.